and welcome to Tamara and Taylor's Street Talk Tuesday podcast, where we discuss streets, business, and life. Today, we are going to be talking about pop-up shops. But before we get into the talk about pop-up shops, <laughs> let me introduce myself. I am Taylor with Sweet Spirit Treats, located right here in Albion, Michigan, where we make treats for your special occasions. And so now I'm going to let my co-host introduce herself, Tamla. Hi there. Thank you so very much. I am Tamla with Torlitas for that sweet and crunchy taste. Torlitas is a dessert company located right here in the great state of Ohio, where we specialize in salty, sweet treats. If you want to know more about me and my business, please go to, to at Torlitas. That's T as in Tuesday, O-R-L-I-T-A-S. And please tune in to our podcast each and every Wednesday, where we talk about treats, business, and life. We are located right there on YouTube under Tamlin Taylor's Treat Talk Tuesday, as well as on IG, which is Instagram at Tamla Taylor's Treat Talk. I think it is. <laughs> yes, yes so, but it we would is. love to have you. If you uh, would like to be a guest on our show, if you have a business, a bakery, or you're a home baker, or you make chocolatey treats, or any type of a product that you think a treat maker or baker would enjoy, we would love to have you. Please email us at <laughs> treattalk at gmail.com. TreatTalkTuesday at gmail.com. TreatTalkTuesday at gmail.com. I think every week we say it differently, but so we're going to put it in the comments section so you can be sure to reach out to us or DM us on Instagram, um, you know, or YouTube. You can reply to us on YouTube as well. So we would love to have you. We are in our sixth month of doing Treat Talk Tuesday. Um, but no more from me. I'm going to let my co-host Taylor take over and get this party started. Yes, guys, we are here every Tuesday to give you more information. So this week, we're going to talk about like, kind of like an emergency kit. Let's put it that way. An emergency kit where if you were getting ready to go do a pop-up shop somewhere, just some things that you may or may not think about. Um, it's definitely always good to like try to be prepared and have things backed up already that you need. So we're just going to go through a couple of those things. Um, if you are a treat maker, one of the things that can be very hard to decide is how many treats to make to take to an event. So one thing that I always like to do is whoever is um, like head of the event, I ask them how much traffic do they think they're going to have at the event um, before I even like put my money down to secure my spot or However that goes, I just want to kind of give them like some, some quick questions, you know, how many people do you think are going to be at this event? Um, that will, or um, do I have to, is the tables assigned or do I have to come in and try to get here early before everybody else to get the best table? You know, all of these different things are all of the treat makers going to be in one section of the show 
or, you know, different things like that. You want to get acquainted with whoever you are um, going through to do the event. That's a very big thing because I've come to <laughs> events late, a little late sometimes um, before that has happened <laughs> where I only had like, like 30 minutes before the show start. And then you have to go like all the way to the back of the room because you didn't know, you know, that it wasn't like assigned or you weren't in a certain area. So you kind of just got to get what you can get you know can't really throw a fit because you're already you're already there and every everybody came earlier have already been set up so that's one key thing that you want to do is just make sure um <clears throat> you talk about uh how many people are going to be there and where you can be set up and how that's going to work with the vendor uh, another thing that I think is very important is um, what type of equipment do you need to bring? Um, do you need to bring a table for your things or do you need to bring a chair? I've been to some events where they had tables and not chairs. And then I've been to other ones, <laughs> they had chairs and no tables. Um, if it's outside, do you need to bring a tent? Um, and also, depending on whether your event is inside or outside, you would need to know um, what type of desserts you're actually going to make. You wouldn't make um, banana pudding cheesecake, you know, for an outside event because that's lots of dairy and stuff going on. It's going to need to be chilled. Now you're thinking about if it's going to be chilled. Now I got to bring ice to put it on and that turns into a whole nother thing. So you definitely want to um, get these things, you know, known and worked out ahead of time. Another thing that I was thinking, I mean, those are the top things that will come to mind when I'm thinking about doing a pop-up. One mm -hmm. of the additional things that I think that people need to ask also, is it upstairs or downstairs? Is it, and mm -hmm. is there an inside and outside event? Right. Um, is there electricity? If you need some electricity, you want to put up your lights or display show or whatever, mm -hmm. you need to see if there's an electrical outlet near. And yep. also, um, if it's a huge event, like they're expecting thousands of people, you want to be near the front, if at all possible, because some people get tired, eight or, you know, some people do want to go to the back, but you don't want to be so far back at an event that people, you know, really get tired. It's like, oh, okay, I've seen enough. And yeah. don't go or into they, the or they wing. Spent, they spent all their money before they got to you. And all their money, exactly. <laughs> I used to think that people were just like, like making that up until like some people literally like was like, I'll be back. And they went and got money and came back. I'm like, yeah. they really did spend all their cash before they came over here. Exactly, so that, exactly. That's another thing too. Oh, that brings up a good point. Um, if you are, depending on what you're selling, are you gonna accept cash payments or are you gonna do all digital payments? Um, it's many payment processes that you can use that, there's many payment processors that you can use that are, that you can plug right into your phone. Um, 
I use the PayPal and I also have a swipe card reader so that I can take um, credit cards or debit cards uh, when people purchase things. So yeah, that's I a think good this thing. is a good, absolutely. And I think this is a good place where we can say all of the, um, maybe list all of the um, payment processors, electronic payment processors um, that we use, the Stripe, it's PayPal, which is, PayPal is a real big one. It's Stripe, mm -hmm. PayPal, um, Square, Venmo, mm -hmm. Google Pay, Samsung Pay, Apple Pay, um, Zelle. It's, it's so strange that all those cell phone companies now have like payment processors. You know what I mean? Like you wouldn't think like, well, I wouldn't think like a cell phone was just like for talking years ago. And now it's like a computer in your mm -hmm. hand that you can do everything on. I'm actually recording this podcast on my cell phone. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's crazy. So that's so I just thought about that. Yeah. Right. And I haven't encountered yet any Bitcoin uh, uh, buyers or uh, mm -hmm. exchange of money. What is that called? Bitcoin money. Um, yeah. yet, but I haven't been out there in the marketplace yet this season, but um, I'm pretty sure, you know, crypto, bit, uh, Bitcoin, or any of those will soon come up to someone's going to want to pay in that currency, so it's good to kind of get some information about that, do your homework on mm -hmm. that. I haven't encountered it yet, however, that does not mean that it's not going to come, you're not going to encounter it, and it really depends on what um, environment you go into, so just right. caution, you know, food for thought. Mm -hmm. I've seen people, well, I've not seen it. I saw a video of some people actually buying land with Bitcoin. And mm -hmm. I was like, wow. The new day. Yeah. It's very, everything's changing very swiftly. Yeah. Um, I don't know how pop-up shops are going to be in the future with like yeah. everything being like contactless are people how do you how do you get your business out there aside from pictures and videos everybody's gonna have to be like a graphic designer or like something like that so and also <laughs> i'm hearing that a lot of people are doing um touchless contactless payments and a lot mm -hmm. of people are using qr codes they're having a qr code scan and then you can pay that way so that's another era um, another digital payment system or processing yeah so we really have to like be on top of like another thing for instance for a pop-up shop will be priceless i at first i was just like baking stuff because i was like i just got to get there and sell stuff and then i would get there and people were like how much is it and i'm like uh i just stayed up all night baking i'm not really thinking about the prices of any of these things <laughs> i'm ready to go home and take a nap okay so um yeah so that's a major thing if you have a, a price list preset your prices um you can even do the little cards the little foldable cards print out your prices on card stock and make like little card tents and put it in front of each thing 
or I've seen people use like the little metal ones with the clips on top, like they do for wedding mm-hmm. tables. Yeah, yeah, it's so many different things you can do. And that that can lead into like your creativity, you know, like how are you gonna have your table set up for this event? Um, I normally do like cupcakes and cookies and things like that. So I try to bring props that is gonna like have help me out with spacing because when you have so many like small treats you don't want to just spread them out across the table you want to have like different um <laughs> you want to have different things um a visual, a visual um, yeah 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 and then when you like looking you don't want it to be like something like like really flat that yours doesn't like stand out I guess I should say so try to do like um like towers, uh, like three-tier towers and different things like that. I I bought um an acrylic disc set, and that's really cool. The one that lights up, buddy, go oh, outside. That's cool. Because you one of the things that I one of the things that I learned early on is all the items, those containers and totes and things and boxes that you're bringing into. Uh, bring your items into the space mm-hmm. if you buy fabric that's coordinating with your tablescape and your, right. your tablecloth mm-hmm. turn them upside down and layer some fabric over them and that will give you height as well on your table so you're not bringing multiple things in um, just to set up a nice table environment that's a good idea Monty. Multi-use for the boxes. Multi-use, exactly. Let's trip back and forth. That's that's key for me. Oh, guess what? I purchased um, a foldable flatbed. So you can um, put all the stuff on the flatbed and it's a foldable. I think I got it from Sam's. Um, I'll try and put Mm -hmm. a picture up uh, so you can see what it looks like. But it, it saved me so much. And it probably was probably about two by three. So it wasn't huge, but it kind of had height up to maybe like four feet where you can push or pull and have stack your things on there. So if you're getting from the car, if it's a long walk from the car to the door to the space, it it really helps out. Nice, nice. That definitely will save you some time and energy because finding that cart when it's 20 vendors setting up is a, a... is a tough thing (laughs) i get it does help when like people are like cordial you know like yeah guys i'll share this with you i'll share that with you you know and um that's a really good thing and also once you go you start meeting other people and they might um tell you about other events that's coming up the last Mm -hmm. pop-up that i went to they told me about events in ann arbor and jackson um the one in the mall is open like every weekend because they're trying to get more people to come back out to stores and things now. So yeah, so that one is really, um, really good. Always want to network when you're at these events too. Uh, try other people's desserts or other people's products that they make. Um, I found some really cool uh, people. I found a, a lady that makes blankets that takes like the uh, the felt blanket 
and oh, she nice. makes them into like um ponchos oh, nice. for like little kids so they go like all the way down to their ankles and they can put the blanket on instead of like a um instead of like a house coat and it goes all the way down and just has holes for arms and i was like yeah. <laughs> you know yes so much creativity people are really super creative and talented in what they do um it might be a higher price point but you're going to get a one-of-a-kind item in addition to that i was thinking of make sure that even if you're connecting with someone getting their business card there's so many people that i follow on instagram now we follow each Mm -hmm. other on instagram or facebook or stuff but i've met probably I would say at least six or eight years ago, and we still follow each other's success. Some are in stores and some are, you know, big time knitters and got a huge following. So it's really nice to see someone's success and because you saw them at their, you know, at their entry point, I guess you could say. So it's really fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's definitely a cool thing. So we got, we got networking, we got, um, a couple of things I always throw these things into a bag right so I have, <laughs> I have this bag that I take with me I always throw my tablecloth in there I throw some aprons in there um another big thing that I I used to forget I don't forget as much now but it's tape or like thumbtacks or something like that to keep your tablecloth from going everywhere um and sliding down and I don't know like what other props you might have you might have some balloons you might have um a little like those decorative boxes from like join fabric I like I really like those ones and they're normally like five or ten dollars mm-hmm. and um because I normally have like a lot of floral print um uh, mm-hmm. in my designs and on mm-hmm. my table and stuff so those are really good you know anything to add height and dimension and just to help you overall have like a really like pretty table I what else I usually do like a fake flower bouquet um and I have like flowers that match like my business and so I normally sit that on the table and I have photo frames with my QR code that leads to my Instagram page so they can like on Instagram and I think people really like that because it's like interactive and they don't have to be like I'll wait till I get home or I have to save your card because you know you can just take a picture of the QR code and but that really depends on where you are because I did one and it was kind of older people and so they took the picture and most of them were like I was just tell my grandkids to help me out oh, with this. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I think having something that's digital as well mm-hmm. as paper, um, because you do have the population where people are, you know, very much into the digital world. And yeah. then you have those that, you know, would love to have a card or, a flyer even if it's a half or quarter sheet you know flyer with your name who you are what you sell and how to contact you that is so very important and I know that a lot of people you run out it depends on how many years because we know those things are an expense for your company so some of the things that I've done in the past is hey can you would you mind if I had your um, email 
make sure you have something on your table that people can write down their email or a way to contact them because you need to retarget those customers when you are in their area, you're doing a pop-up, you're doing a special. Um, it's just a great way to keep those people who enjoy what you're doing or really take to your personality. Um, you want to make sure that you stay in contact with those people. So I always try and get emails. I always have like a binder, even like a like a journal or something like that. I'm not sure if it's not showing up. A journal <laughs> or something like that to um, open up and just put like your name and email and the date because those things are important when you're going back looking and saying, okay, what did I do last year at this time? You know, where was I last year? You know, or where was I two years ago? That was a really good show. I wonder if they're doing it again. So those are kind of some things that I try and, and make sure. Another thing I want to mention, you have such great points and I always want to jump in, but I'm trying to, you know, kind of wait until no, you jump in, jump in. <laughs> jump in, jump in. I don't want to be rude and inter interject. However, you want to stand out. This is not yeah. the time to blend in. It's not the time. You shouldn't blend in anyway because it's your business. You want people to know what you do and you want to make sure that you promote yourself because why are you in business? Why are you in business, Taylor? Tell me. Money. To make money. That's right. <laughs> You're in business money. to make money. Now, it's just it's wonderful to help people. It's wonderful to be able to... Um, you know, share with people your, your skills and talent, but mm -hmm. if you're not, if you're not going to charge your worth, then really it is a hobby. And, you know, yeah. you grow into, you know, charging your worth and because no one gives you the ingredients. No one says, Hey, borrow this electricity. No one says, Hey, I'll give you a uh, a certain amount of water per month because all those things cost so be mindful of that and the in the cost of the setup and of the booth because you got to make that money back in order to make a profit right so if it costs fifty dollars for a table then you have to make make sure that you make enough product that you make a hundred dollars, you know, or $150 in order to make a profit. Okay. So it's those types of things that you have to consider as well. I think right. um, one of the things about the toolbox, is like a, uh, I kind of like call it my sachet box because yeah. there are a lot of things that I put into like a tote or a, just a personal case that is essential. It goes with me everywhere anytime I do a show or something like that you mentioned um tax you mentioned tape what are some of the other things that you mentioned Taylor um like you said with the journal that's one yeah. thing you mm -hmm. definitely want to have things to write with um yes the props that you're going to have how you're mm -hmm. going to take your payments if you are taking cash are you taking a cash box does mm -hmm. your company have aprons do your aprons have mm -hmm. your logo on it are you right. constantly branding and putting your business out there? Um, mm -hmm. Do you have a banner or something mm -hmm. that you can hang up? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and you have the, the, the string that comes with it. Mm -hmm. What about oh, those? those uh, what are those things that you can hang up and pull off? Oh, the um, just like the white, the the white strips. hooks. I don't the know. The command strips. 
Yeah, the hooks. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, and those are easy to remove. Mm-hmm. So nobody should be like, she messed up our wall or he messed up our wall because of this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So those are good things to have. Um, and definitely your packaging of your product. I try to always have some products that's under $5 and I normally make more of those. I try mm-hmm. to do things like chocolate covered pretzels mm-hmm. or um, I might try to do like dollar cupcakes and um, you can do like a regular cake batter and get like and like double it and get five to six dozen cupcakes out of it and then do like dollar cupcakes for sale or you know different things like that I try to have different price tiers um so that it's accommodating but I also want to have something that can make me a good amount of money so I don't feel like it wasn't worth my time you know what I mean so I try to have a product between 50 and 20 Mm dollars and I try to have some products between um like one in five dollars and I normally do that because people want their kids people allow their kids to have things Mm -hmm. but they don't want to give them the thing with the most sugar on it right so I try to do stuff like (laughs) chocolate covered pretzels is a very good thing Mm -hmm. or um you might get like a dollar thing of mints from like the Dollar Tree or something and put that on the table and here have a free mint just to like start conversations uh with people but I do notice that when people bring their kids their kids just like what is handheld so like some cake pops um some pretzels on a stick um little cake sickles um and then you just have to be you have to be able to to get a profit from it and you also Mm -hmm. want people to come and just understand that some things are going to cost more you can't downplay yourself you got to be creative in what you are offering to people but you also another thing that I found is good is like the six cupcakes Mm -hmm. those are really popular yeah Mm -hmm. because people are like I can have one of these for like the rest of the week, especially depending on like the crowd, you know, of yeah. people that you're um serving. That's one of the one thing too. You gotta know or you gotta try to ask as many questions about the audience. Mm-hmm. Um look at the flyer, yeah. uh, see where they shared the flyer to, mm-hmm. um, different things, you know, research how yeah. um how things are going at the event or where they advertise that all of those things will help you to know who's going to be there help you determine the pricing um try to keep everything like not across the board the same but just have like different price points because that way easier yeah it's also important just to if you're not familiar with the game um contact the organizer and Mm -hmm. ask the questions ask as many questions you want, send them an email or reach out to them on uh, social media. They are Mm -hmm. more than happy to reply to you to get your questions answered and things like that. They want you to be successful as they want their show to be successful. Right. So it's important that you do your homework um, with that as well. 
Yeah, definitely. And everything will come together. You know, it's, I'm going to actually do like a checklist or something. You just have to focus on your goal of what you would like, um, what you would like to get done and just try to go through the process of, if I was walking up to a table or if I was walking up to a storefront, because that's basically like what it is when you're at a pop-up shop. If they were coming into my store, how would they perceive it? You know what I mean? How would it look? That's the same way it should look when it's come when they're coming up to your table to buy mm-hmm. stuff. Right. You know, the one thing I do hate though, when people tell me things like, oh, it looks too pretty to eat. I like making pretty things, people. Please eat them. <laughs> they look pretty, but they're edible, okay? So like, I don't like when people say that, but I really like like pretty desserts and things, so. Well, that's what draws them in, you know, having something visually appealing. One thing that I want to kind of back up all the way to the front before you even hit the submit button on the application to join the craft show, trade show, or what have you, you need to take the time to get your speech together, get your introductory speech together, Mm because a lot of people, you're going to say it over and over and over over. and over again so many times that you're going to run out of breath sometimes because it happened to me because it was so many people but what you're going to do you're going to state who you are what your business is how you got started what you have available on the table and you'll and you'll say okay this price is uh is five dollars you know over here this is this is where you can um take and share or this is the offer for twenty dollars and you're just going to say that over and over again because people want to know who you are they want to little it's like the get to know you session you know oh hi how are you and then you'll you know some people just don't care what you say and just want to buy your stuff and get, and go on. They don't want to have any kind of conversation. They're not being rude. That's just how they are, you know? And sometimes you go like, oh, okay, well, and here comes somebody else and you'd say the same thing over and over again. So it's important to know who you are, what you offer. And because they have, they're probably going to spend one point, you know, at, at least under five seconds at your table looking and see if it's something they want to stop and go on, you know? So one of the things I used to do when I used to go to those shows, but before I became a vendor, I used to not go close to the table, but stand back and go kind of like in the middle between, you know, the the people that were going in front. So I didn't have to interact with anybody because if I wasn't interested, then I wouldn't have to feel, you know, guilty <laughs> going away or saying no thank you which you would get you know that too but I usually just like the people I stand outside the people so if people are close to where the yeah lineup is I'm outside of that just kind of looking around and looking and yeah. see what I like, and then approach the table so that's just a little tidbit I'm always looking at people like uh-huh I see you looking come on over come yep. on the best part is you know people come in groups they split up and they yeah. you know they're they're going around different places and finding all the treasures and all the great stuff the wonderful thing that lets you know you're doing something really good is when they drag the people over here's that lady here's that lady here's that table here's the <laughs> 
you gotta try these, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah. that brings me to another yeah. thing. If you are a vendor that has food at the table, you need a space where there are samples. People want to try before they buy, okay? You've seen them at the candy counter. You've seen them at Costco's or, or Sam's. They have a little treat table of their specialty. That they're going, they're promoting that particular day. And it doesn't have to be all the items that you have available. It just needs to be one or two items in a little cup or I don't know how it is since social distancing, since I haven't been out at the, at the event since you know the pandemic. Yeah. However, you need something that people want to try, especially if it's really, really something different and unique, but like Torlitas is. Everybody's not familiar with the Torlitas, which is a white corn tortilla chip with dif different chocolates and toppings. But everyone know what a chocolate covered pretzel tastes like. Um, you know, even if you have, it's wrapped with caramel, they still know what that taste is because they've had it before. But right. um, if you have something unique or different flavor, it's something that you created that's, that's uh, not the norm, you're going to have to have some samples of that. So you're going to have to make extra for samples in most cases. And it's just something to think about. It just comes with the territory and there's nothing you can do about it. So Good job. Good job. Good points, Tamla. And with, with that being said, do you have anything else that you could think of for this emergency pop-up shop? Yeah, well, I think that some of the other things that you might want to put in your sachet kit or your toolkit is fishing wire because it's clear and it's very, very sturdy and you can tie it or do anything up with it to keep something sturdy. If it's outside, you need to have some sandbags or something for your tent. If it's a windy day, so it doesn't blow away, you're gonna have to think about those kinds of things. I like to carry permanent markers um, for, you know, if I have to write on something. Um, also, I like to have napkins and even if I cut them into like little squares, I like to have those things. Because if you know, if you have something that's sticky or something like that, people don't want to walk around like that. So you offer them a little square of a napkin. Other things are uh, tapes, uh, stapler, wire cutters, double-sided tape, uh, sign-up sheets, flyers, scissors. Business um, cards. Business cards, definitely business cards or flyer. I can do, you know, you can do either or. Mm -hmm. And also make sure if it's a long day, pack you some snacks and something to drink. <laughs> Please do that because you do not want to be hangry at your table and can't get, get right. away. You, you start know, eating your own product. Bring you some lunch. Your own product. So you don't eat your own product. Right, right. <laughs> Getting high off your own supply and all that right. kind of stuff. So. <laughs> so definitely pack you some snacks because it's going to be a long day because you probably didn't go to bed you probably went to bed late and got up early just to make sure that you were going to be there on time or if it was first come first serve tables and chairs and things like that so you have to be prepared oh here's a tip that my bestie gave me a long time ago because I'm always up to the last minute getting things together she said, pack your car the night before. When I tell you it's a lifesaver, it saved me 
pack your car the night before with all your things that you need, all your tables or flyers or anything that you're going to need. You know, if you're still working on your product, then that can be the last to go when you go in the car. But if anything outside of that, if you're able to pack the night before. She is a good friend. That's a good friend. (laughs) (laughs) And with that being said, this has been Tamla and Taylor's Street Talk Tuesday. We hope that you got something out of (laughs) this episode. (laughs) I just love Tamla. We (laughs) hope that you got something out of this episode. I am Taylor with Sweet Spirit Treats located right here in Albion, Michigan, where we make treats for your special occasions. Don't hesitate to come on over to our Instagram and give us some feedback on Tamla Taylor's Treat Talk. Also, if you would like to email us, you can find us at treattalktuesday at gmail.com. And this is going to be a great week for you. And Tamla, do you have anything else you want to add? Have a blessed week. We look forward to seeing you next week. Have a blessed week. Bye.